podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hello. Today we're going to do sleep part two. We're maybe also going to talk about bones. We're just going to see where the winds of podcasting take us. A crazy ride. Yep. Uh, cocktail of the week. We're drinking pina coladas, though I think I made them a little too sweet. And they're sweet anyway. We're slightly disappointed, but yet still drinking pina coladas. Yeah. Same ones that I made, we're drinking. So um, it's equal parts pineapple juice, rum, and cream of coconut. But you might just try coconut cream. Cream of coconut is sweetened. Coconut cream is the nice, delicious stuff that comes on the top of coconut milk, and it's not sweetened. And that would probably make for a better one. What's the one in the little cans? They both come in cans. Oh. Yeah, and it's real confusing because, like, coconut milk, cream of coconut. This is where I would fail shopping. Yeah. Uh, we have both, so... We're always safe. But yeah. anyway, we don't blend our pina coladas. You just put it all in a shaker and shake it up and put it over ice, which is the right way to do it. But if you insist, you can put it in a blender and then make yourself a frozen drink. And get a wicked cold headache if you're me. Oh, my God. Me too. So uh, anyway, there you go. Pina coladas. Yep. I'll just take a sip of mine right now. There we go. <laughs> all right. Um, sleeping. So we talked a lot about our sleep. With the dogs. Yeah, and them not. Yeah. Uh, and li- we were just talking earlier tonight about when we got up last night. Because I was exhausted. I was ready to go to bed at like 8.30 last night. And I made it to like 10. And I was like, cool. And I'm out. And I went to bed, which is super early for me. And then you were like, well, I got up with them once at like 3.30. And I'm like, yeah, I got up with them at 12.20 and 1.20 and like 4.30. Oh. And then Vink was panting like she had needs at six and i was like i'll take her and you're like no no no, i'm gonna get up and i was like it's dark outside <laughs> and then promptly went back to sleep so i feel pretty good about that <laughs> so today we're going to talk about them and their sleep i think yep a little bit um and we talked a little bit about that last time but uh last week i rescued jasmine from under the bed at three in the morning <laughs> i got up and i don't even know why i decided to go over there but i did and like just her little head was peeking out yeah and then she tries to go out the wrong way and she makes it impossible to get her out at least that time we didn't have to lift up the bed yeah we've definitely like in the middle of the night where we're both 95 percent asleep orchestrated a lifting of the bed and extraction of jasmine before because you have to spin her and twist her the right way. It's much easier for her to go in than to come out. Yeah, usually she goes in head first and then push, 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 pushes. And so, like, just her tail is sticking out. For some reason, she'd spun herself around when I found her and her little head was sticking out. So I could just pull her out by her arms. Hopper used to do that, too, when she was smaller and could fit. But she'd kind of ooze her way in there. Yeah. And then if you looked, if you stuck your head down there and looked, she'd wag and then go whap, 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 whap. <laughs> And then it was real hard to get her back out because yeah. it doesn't reverse. Yeah, they lay on their sides and then like the head goes under the bed and then they just <laughs> push with their little feet and more goes under the bed. So they can get under sideways, but then they can't sit up and they can't push on the hardwood to get out. So. And then Jasmine tries to sort of lie normally, right? With like flat. Mm-hmm. And it's not flat enough. Nope. We either need a much higher bed or a much lower bed. It's a really weird game. Yeah, it's kind of like the tennis balls under the couch, though, right? Like, we were couch shopping this weekend, and we sat down on one couch at Ikea, and I'm like, well, we can't get this one because there's, like, five inches, and they're just going to put all the balls under there. Hopper loves to put a ball under there and then look at you, like, are you going to get my ball? And if you don't, 
She'll just start laying on her side and just scratching the heck out of the like sofa. Dig, 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 dig. Oh, oh my it's gosh. Guaranteed to get a reaction, which is all she wants. Yeah. And the ball. It works. Also the ball. Yeah, but then like if you don't throw the ball, if you just give it to her, she looks at you, she drops it out of her mouth, and she pushes it with her nose back <laughs> under the couch, and she's like, let's do it again, human. Uh, <laughs> so it's very disruptive. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Jasmine does that. Um, most of them, you know, we talked last time about how they sleep sort of scattered about, but they also sleep like all day. Like a lot of times people are like, why don't you post more snaps? And I'm like, literally, they're just sleeping. Like all they're doing for like eight hours of the day is sleeping. Yeah, they're just kind of lumps. They're real active. Like after breakfast, when you see like Venkman biting people and like them playing after meals, that happens. And then once that's out, they sleep all day, like basically until Jared Dad comes home. Yeah, if you walk up to the door and like look in through the window, they're all sleeping. I mean, mm-hmm. you've seen the the live stream camera live stream. Yeah, why does nothing happen on the live stream? Because that's what life is like here. Yeah. They just sleep the whole time. And they're worse when we're not here because then they yeah. have just no reason to care. Indeed. Oh. So uh, yeah, they sleep all the time. Vink usually does sleep on her back, like the pictures I show where she's <laughs> yeah. like a dead bug. That's her normal position. Everybody else right now, everybody's sleeping. Think, yeah, everybody's sleeping, mostly camped out on their sides. Last night, Jasmine had a dream where she was kind of woofing in her sleep. It's kind of yeah. cute. Yeah, they occasionally do have the like little kick and woof dreams, but not all that often. It's not like every couple nights we have one. It's rarer. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then when they're puppies, they actually sleep much more. They can sleep 20, 22 hours a day when they're <laughs> puppies. And I remember when we got hops and I was like, what's wrong with her? Like, is she broken? She's never awake. Narcoleptic. She just like eats and then does her business and then goes back to sleep. And when she's awake, like for those 20 minutes, it's insane energy. And then she's back asleep. <laughs> uh, so they do grow out of that. But if you get a puppy and you're like, what's wrong with the dog? The dog sleeps all the time. Like that's what they do as puppies. I think babies too. I don't, I've never had a baby, but I think they sleep a lot also. During the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not <laughs> he's making this face. You remember the many nights. Yes. Being up. Yes. Put this on yet another item on the list of why Jen never wanted babies. <laughs> uh, I don't need anybody waking me up in the middle of the night. Except your five dogs. I know, but they wake me up for like two minutes and they don't need to suck on anything. Like I just open the door and they go out and then they come back in. It's not clear why Vink wakes up. She may think she needs to suck on something. She woke me up. You weren't here. Was it this weekend you weren't here? I don't know. I was sleeping by myself and maybe you had gone to work. And she's all like, meef, 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 out in the (laughs) hall. And I was like, Vink, just come in and lay down on your bed. Now, meef, meef, meef. I think now I'm I'm asleep. Meep, meep. All right, fine. So I stand up, and she's like, "Oh, you're here." Stood up, walked into the bedroom, got under her head, turned around twice, laid down. She needed me as witness yet again. I mean, she does this like almost every day. I need to witness some There's stupid thing. Something wrong with that dog. Laying in the hall, going to her bed. She did it last week. She also does this when she needs to go out. But, like, we have a split screen in the back, so they can just push in and out between the screen. It, like, it's just held closed with magnets. They all know how to do it. And she's like, it's after breakfast. She needs to go do her business. And she's standing in the living room. She's kind of playing, doing stuff. And then she gets this look on her face, and she's like, whoa. And she gets this urgent look, and she's like, <laughs> I forgot Bish! I have to go to the bathroom Bish! right now with her. They're like, think the door is literally open. Like, you have to walk 10 feet to the door and go outside. And she's like, oh, my God. Bah! What do Bish! I do? Bish! 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 
And I was like, all right, Fink, let me walk you to the open door. As soon as I start walking, she like bolts out, goes and does her business, but she can't like get started without me standing up to like She's acknowledge so her needs. She's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, they mostly sleep all the time. Uh, they do. So some of you have asked if they bark. When one of them barks, they all do wake up. The barkers are Vink and Jasmine. Yep. Nobody. I mean, occasionally Maggie will hear something and bark. But usually nobody else cares. But Vink will hear something. And she does hear stuff. She doesn't really false alarm. It doesn't necessarily require barking. But she will usually bark when she hears things. Yeah. And then Jasmine immediately jumps into it. And so like Vink will be like barking at stuff on TV. right? There's a dog on TV. And Jasmine will just stand up and kind of look vaguely towards the front door and bark. Like She doesn't know what she's barking at. Um, but once one of them goes... Everybody goes. Not Queso. She doesn't bark at anything, but it's like a nuclear reaction. Just like ping, ping, ping. Everybody's set off. And it's a feedback loop. So Vink then hears Jasmine barking and goes, oh, it yes. must be something's exciting. I, I better keep barking. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. weekend they were doing it and I was like, stop. No. And your dad's like, you know, you're participating. And I was like, I need them to stop. They just think you're excited too. Yeah. And they're going to start. <laughs> they're like, woof, woof, woof. And I'm like, no, <laughs> stop. And they'll keep barking. Yeah. If I yell loud enough, they stop. Like, <laughs> the neighbors probably think we're crazy. It's good that it's too hot for the windows to be open. Well, that and the Venkman howling. Oh, I don't generally do think you're the moon with the windows open because she does sound sort of like she's dying, even though she's just <laughs> happy and excited. Um, yeah. We've never done a full Vink howl on the Snapchat because I have to howl with her to get her to howl, and it's embarrassing. Um, I've just done like little snips of her howling, like, I'll get going. And then I'll start the snap and stop, and she keeps going. Yeah, if we do it now, we'll blow out the microphone, so it'll yeah. take some adjustment. Yeah, and it's embarrassing for me to howl. I mean, I do have some standards. I have some personal dignity. You could arrange it maybe so that you know only Venkman is audible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have this. Look, she can tell she's up now, I think, because she heard me just say the word moon, which is like some dogs, when you say the word walk, they're like, whoa. Things like moon. Oh, is it time for so us to howl together? We started calling her the moon because she used to orbit. When you come in, she like runs in a circles around you. We used to call her the moon. Yeah, but she now still it does. Triggers her to howl. Yeah, uh, that was sort of like a side effect. We'd just be like, "Vink, you're the moon," and she'd be like, well, "I'm the moon." And then if I say moon, like, she's like giving me a side. I know she's like, "Are we doing it?" I didn't think <laughs> we were doing it. We're not doing it, Vink. Uh, you know, we're gonna get like. Tons of comments being like, now you're going to have to do the moon. We are going to have to arrange it for some point. But that's a different technical different. challenge. It's a different podcast. Yes. Yeah. That'll, that'll be like a bonus single. <laughs> like a one minute single. Shmeek sounds, Vink howls. Yeah. Boopity boop on the snoop snoop. <laughs> one of our highest performing episodes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, puzzling. So the other thing we kind of had on the maybe talk about podcast today was to talk about bones because... Man, have we had a long history of finding things for these girls oh. to chew on. So, it started with hops. Little baby cute hops. Little puppy hops. I would give her bully sticks. Bully sticks are cow penises. They're dried. They're stretched out. They don't look anything like a penis, but that's what they are. And we had ones that were like three or four feet long. Yeah. Ridiculous. Don't want to think about it. Uh, they generally smell terrible. Though we found a really good source for odorless ones because we were going through so many of them. 
and uh, they're kind of like rawhide texture and like brownish, and they're just like a a little stick. like wrapped up stick, yeah. Um, and uh, she loved them, loved, loved, loved them, and it would take her all day to eat one. And she also had diarrhea for the first year of her life. We were constantly in at the vet trying to figure stuff out. And so eventually we were like, all right, we're going to put her on, like, the special food, cut out all the snacks. Like, I'm basically just going to make her snacks. Diarrhea stopped. Anytime she'd find, like, a remnant, you know, like a little six-inch chunk of leftover bully stick, she'd eat it. She'd have the diarrhea. So clearly she was allergic to something. But um, a year, we spent a year of her having diarrhea because of the bully sticks. She just has an extremely sensitive system. Yeah, she does. I mean, it's a, you give her the wrong snack. I'm a little nervous even about the meatballs. Yeah. And she feels yeah. it. So anyway, now she has like some special probiotic powder that we put on her food, and that keeps her okay. And she doesn't get any crazy snacks. We always have to make sure they're okay. And no more bully sticks, which is sad, because it means nobody can have bully sticks because... You know, Ben Hops would eat some. They don't know what they're missing there. But if your dog likes bully sticks, um, I'll put a link in the description to our source of unscented bully sticks, which were a revelation because they do smell kind of like death, Ugh. the normal ones. But the unscented ones are pretty much unscented, and that's good. So then once we got rid of the bully sticks and all kind of rawhide products, we had to find stuff for them to chew on. We tried antlers, but they still made her kind of sick. And they weren't that great of a chew toy. And so then we found these things. Actually, they came in a bark box mm. called Benny Bones, which are like these wishbone-shaped, chewy plastic things. Yeah, they're all, they look kind of like those recycled park benches or something made out of recycled plastic. Yeah, it's some kind of compressed thing. And... Uh, and they're like, they come in like bacon flavor and chicken flavor. But they're sort of Nyla Bone-ish. Um, but shaped like a wishbone. And the girls loved them. And they did like amazing stuff to get the tartar off their teeth. All the rescue dogs, um, you would come in with these super neglected teeth. And they'd, you know, have two weeks with us with the Benny Bones. And it would scrape it all off. Because they chew. And they uh, it gets kind of like rough and spiky at the end. But in a way that's like okay for them. But it does a great job cleaning their teeth. And so we would go through just tons of those. Yeah. Because um, they do eventually chew them down, but they last for weeks and weeks. We used to step on them like Legos. Yeah. Which is still a problem with whatever <laughs> kind of bone we have. That's true. Uh, but yeah, they did hurt like Legos because they'd be all spiky at the end. Um, so if you have a dog with strong teeth and tartar, Benno bones are a good option. Why do you say strong teeth? Well, because we started having some issues. So, so poor Jasmine... When we got her, when she came into foster, she had like a little growth. It looked kind of like a skin tag, but bigger on her jaw. And then she also just had, a, it was sort of like the gum tissue. It was soft tissue. But then the jaw around one of her molars looked kind of swollen. Mm -hmm. And that kept getting bigger. And so we were kind of keeping an eye on it. We had surgery for her to get the little nub taken off. And my vet kind of checked on the other thing and, all right, that's fine. We're going to keep an eye on it. And eventually we ended up having to take her to a veterinary oral surgeon who we thought she had cancer. It was a tumor that was growing in there and it was getting bigger and it would bleed sometimes. It was a real mess. And so we took her into the oral surgeon and they had to remove three of her teeth and part of her jaw 
thankfully it was not cancer. It was a benign tumor. Um, but she also had a fractured tooth. And it was about that time that we also were just doing the regular checkups with the other three girls. This was before we had queso. And Hobbs was fine. But Maggie and Venkman both had fractures on their teeth. So they get these things called slab fractures, which is basically like the outer face of the tooth cracks and like a slab of it comes off. And uh, like a shard. Like a shard, yeah. So it's like a flat piece from the outside. And then Jasmine had one of those. Like I literally, like I check their teeth just randomly all the time. And there's like a little flap of tooth hanging out. Like I had uh. to pull it off. Um, and I'm sure that was really bothering her. I don't know how long it was there. You know, could have been a few days. Um, so pull this like chunk of tooth off. And then everybody had them except for hops. And I was like, so this is not good. Like, why do we have chunks of teeth coming off? And they're like, well, you know, if they're chewing on hard stuff, that can do it. And so yeah. great. So I have three dogs with sensitive teeth. And we uh, had the house full of Benabones. Oh, my gosh. So many. I think we still have a few, like, tucked in random places. <laughs> yeah. um, so, like, Hops didn't have any problems. So she could eat the Benabones. But nobody else can have them, and they always would be taking them from each other. So no more Ben Bones, no Nyla Bones, which, you know, a lot of vets will tell you that's not good for their teeth because they can fracture. And the same goes with antlers, anything that's hard like that. So then we had to find, like, a softer bone because they love to chew on stuff. And uh, it basically has to be bendable, rubbery and bendable. So, like, Kongs are fine. Um, though they don't really eat the Kongs. They don't chew on them. They'll eat the peanut butter out of the inside, but that's a whole, it's own whole process because, like, Maggie finishes hers first and then she's trying to take everybody else's. It's too much logistics. So Nyla Bone does make, I think they call them flexi bones. And GR Dad has taken on the responsibility of Amazon ordering the flexi bones for us. Yeah, and they like those and they're pretty chewy. They do kind of gnaw bits off of them and then it's... A mystery sometimes what happens to those bits. Sometimes Some, it's not a mystery when we're picking up the backyard. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. But sometimes they're just on the carpet and they're just like some nubs, you know, some crumbles, I guess. Sometimes Vink chews them like gum. She's all like... <laughs> 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 it's like, what is that? Oh, she's yep. just got a piece of the bone. Uh, yeah, they do probably a week or two make their way through those. And once they get short enough, we throw them away so they don't turn into team for an object and Ugh. get swallowed accidentally. The little nubs are fine, and they pass those through, but uh, a big chunk we d wouldn't want them to swallow. So, yeah, we go through a lot of those. Uh, They're also on our page of stuff, and I think on our wish list. Um, and they come in different sizes, but we get the pretty big ones for them. And, uh, yeah. But we're trying some new ones. Did you find some? You were shopping tonight. Did you end up yeah, getting Yeah, we'll new see ones? how rubbery they are, yeah. Yeah. It's a constant struggle is, like, find things that aren't going to hurt any of their systems. And it's a funny process, right? When one of them's chewing one, that's the best one. Oh and God. that's the one Venk wants. And that, and then, you know, Venk will just wait until, you know, like Jasmine gets distracted and then Venk swoops <laughs> in and grabs it. She sometimes doesn't wait for the distraction. Yeah. She just is like, I want that bone. And she walks up and she stands there. I'm going to stand over you. And then she just sticks her little paw, paw, <laughs> paw, paw, paw. And then... Yeah, and, and then Jasmine's she, usually like, "This is getting to be too much trouble." You, go ahead. And thinks like, "Help!" <laughs> he like gets it and like wags a little tail, walks away, and starts chomping on it. Though yeah. Jasmine also steals bones. I mean, it's not just Vink. She's no, just the worst. No, it goes back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
But if you give them a bone and someone else has a bone, then the someone else's bone is much more interesting. That is definitely true. Yeah. Yeah. So Jared Dad generally gets the two packs. There's one kind of fleshy, neutral colored one in there. <laughs> and I'm always afraid that someone like looking at the snaps is going to think it's a sex toy. And a few people have been like, it's not. I kind of thought it was a sex toy. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's a flesh colored. I don't know why they think it's okay to make them flesh colored. Uh, and then the other ones are like blue and nubby. Which is not better. No, it's not better. Uh, no sex toys floating around our house, everybody. They're just dog bones made to look like sex toys. All the ones we were looking at on Amazon tonight, I was like, oh my. One was worse than the next. I mean, they're, <laughs> they have just weird ends. and I mean, it's just weird. All right, Ben and Bone points to you. Note well, generally, no one is going to mistake those for sex toys. It would be a complicated interaction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, we've gotten <laughs> way off target all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, so bitter bones, really good for cleaning the teeth. If your dogs have strong teeth, we love them. Good for puppies. Yeah, the nubby, the, the nylo bones aren't bad either. No, these new, the flexi nylo bones are good. Um, they're not as good at cleaning the tartar off, but they, you know, they last plenty long they enough. They don't crack the teeth, so I guess that's a win. They don't crack the teeth. Saves us a lot of money oh. in tooth surgery. Um, but it's interesting, dogs... Uh, I mean, as one who has had some tooth issues, I was like super prone to cavities as a kid, even though I brush my teeth like 10 times a day. And my dentist, who is now dead, uh, <laughs> so, you know, I can speak Un unrelated, Ill unrelated, un pretty much unrelated. Uh, I'm not insulting an active practice. Uh, he was a very nice guy and he filled all my cavities with silver fillings. Um, which did not make it through the majority of my life. They, we finally got a new dentist. Jared Dad and I found a new dentist a couple of years ago, and uh, I had it had been two or three years since I'd been to the dentist. My previous dentist was the head dentist for the Maryland prison system, and I did not meet him in prison. He had also a private practice, but he was great because he would tell me like all this random stuff about prisoners he treated, including this one serial killer who was a cannibal, and he cooked his victims and served them as a barbecue in Baltimore. Uh, True Crime Garage actually did a podcast about this guy, and I'm listening, and I was like, God, this sounds so familiar. Why do I know this guy? And I was like, ah, oh, my dentist treated this guy, and he was telling me all about like the <laughs> stories that the cannibal dude would tell him. Uh, I'll put a link to their podcast about that guy, too. So anyway... His dentist was also my dentist. And then one day, the dentist was gone. I didn't hear anything. I just got like this weird out of service when I called his office. So who knows what happened to him? He got eaten. Maybe. Uh, and so then I went a couple of years and then we found a new dentist. And she's like wonderful and has this super modern facility. She's great. Uh, if you live in the D.C. area, especially Northern Virginia, we drive all the way to Northern Virginia to see her because she's so good. If you want a dentist recommendation, send me a message. I'll send you a referral to her. She's really good. Yep. Um, and so she has this like little camera that takes pictures of each of your teeth and like did all this stuff. And she's like, well, you know, there's gaps in all your silver fillings. We should replace them. And I was like, great, because they're all so hideous and terrible. And uh, yeah. And then, you know, they had been new cavities forming under them. And I had to get all sorts of stuff done. I had to get three root canals. Because you don't eat bones. <sighs> And so as someone who has suffered my share of tooth pain, uh, I kind of felt bad for the dogs. But it turns out dogs don't have nerves in their teeth like people do. So if they have a broken tooth or something, it doesn't bother them like it would make us insane with pain. 
Um, they can get infected, which is bad, and you can tell because like their face swells up usually on one side. Um, and we had that happen with Kay, one of my previous dogs. Remember that? Were you? Were we together I when don't that happened? Remember. She was like, it looked like she got stung by a bee on one side of her face. I actually thought she did get stung by a bee. And uh, and then it was like still there, and it turned out it was her tooth. Um, and if that happens, they just pull the tooth, and then they're fine. That, that's the other thing. They can also chew well on their gums. They don't really care. They, I mean, there are some dogs that have, you know, like dental diseases or problems, and they can pull all their teeth, and they're fine. They can still eat kibble. They can just crunch, crunch with their gums. It's totally okay. I think that's what Queso does, too. She has, like, very small hints of teeth left, the poor girl. Yeah, on one side... You can, like, run... You can't see any teeth, like, in the back half, like, behind her canines. And if you run your finger along her gum, you can feel, like, what used to be a tooth there. But we... Th she ate rocks. She was eating rocks constantly when we were in Florida. Yeah. And, uh... We... And that's a common thing for dogs that are kind of locked away, like, in the yard and don't have anything to do, is that they eat rocks. And, uh... So she wore them all down. Or sometimes they do it if they're chained. They'll chew on the chain. Um... So, but it's only one side, so it clearly is like, you know, some side that she was chewing with. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter. Their their teeth are not the same as ours, and it's not going to cause them a lot of pain. And if they have to pull them because they're diseased, they're going to be totally fine. Yeah. Also, dogs don't dwell on this stuff. They they're not going to freak themselves out about looking weird in their pictures or anything like that. No, I mean Jasmine now extra adorable because the tongue hangs out the side of her mouth <laughs> all the time where they pulled those three teeth. Yeah. So she always gets that like little crooked tongue smile. It's adorable. Also, she wants to eat carrots right there where she has no teeth. This is a really hard thing for her. Like when she got them, they pulled and was recovered. Uh, she was like, okay. I'm going to eat a carrot. And she'd like take it with that spot and then the carrot would just fall out because there's no teeth <laughs> there anymore. And she was very perplexed for a while. Uh, but yeah, she's all fine now. Yeah. So this has become more of a dog tooth discussion, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who have asked, I don't brush their teeth because I'm lazy and they don't like it. Uh, I do scrape their teeth. So on Amazon, I got like a little dental scraping kit and uh, they don't like it all that much, but it's super satisfying to like scrape off the little bits of plaque. Your dad's like making I'm, a face. I, I'm shaking. I'm like squirming right now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exactly the dentist tools, right? Yep. Ah. I promise to never scrape your teeth unless you ask me. Good. And never make you scrape the dog's teeth. I, I mean, I could probably scrape the dog's teeth, except that they wouldn't hold still for me. No, they. you kind of got to hold them down. They know with me, they just are like, all right, you're going to do this for two minutes fine like i will just lay here they don't like it but they pretty much put up with it uh maggie definitely could use a professional cleaning but they have to put them like under anesthetic for tooth cleanings and uh so if she's if she ever needs another surgery she's she's the only dog that we haven't had in for surgery if she ever needs surgery i will have her teeth cleaned at the same time but i'm not going to get it done special you can have her nails clipped then too oh my god she, her nails just bleed all the time. I actually, so Goldie, who's the other foster that we adopted, she lived for two weeks. The first thing I did the day I adopted her, I had her teeth cleaned. I paid like 800, her teeth were just terrible. I paid $800, no other surgeries, just put her under anesthetic and give her dental work. And they did. And then she died two weeks later, but with clean teeth. Unrelated. Unrelated. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, on that happy note. Yeah. Uh, so. Benny Bones, real good if you have a hard chewer. Uh, Nylabone, Flexibones, real good if you don't want any risk of fractured teeth. 
and uh, we'll put links to both of those. And they're in our store with the list of stuff on Amazon that has all the stuff that we buy for the dogs. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Dog sleeping, dog bones, dog teeth. Yep. I'll, I'll end on this interesting note. I have a bag of Hopper's teeth, all of her puppy teeth. I kept them all. They fall out, right? They, For those of you who have not had your own puppies, uh, puppies have baby teeth and grown-up teeth. And, uh, yeah, so Hopper's puppy teeth would you fall out. You have some out. of Vink's, except she ate them all. She, Vink swallowed most of hers. The idea of some of hers. But of course. Hops, I have almost a full set. <laughs> all of her teeth would fall out and I'd like collect them so I have this little bag and it's like in way in the back of a drawer so sometimes I'm looking for something I'm like what is this oh it's a bag of teeth a <laughs> bag of teeth it's a little puppy hopper teeth that I kept and I don't really know why and I don't know what I'm going to do with them does she ever need spares do you have your daughter's teeth baby teeth I have some you know the tooth fairy has to put them somewhere yeah did they get divided like when you got divorced Mom gets some teeth, dad gets some teeth. No, the ones I harvested, I kept. Oh, that's good. If you have a thing about teeth, I would like to recommend Channel Zero, written by one of my writer pals. So okay. part of my professional work, I uh, very part-time will advise screenwriters on like getting good science into their movie and TV scripts. And so I'm very fortunate to know a bunch of people who have written probably some of your favorite movies and TV shows. And uh, one of those people is a co-writer of Channel Zero, which is on sci-fi, which is a horror show. And season one has Tooth Boy, which is a guy, a entity that is made entirely of teeth. It sucks on people's fingers. I'll put a link to that in the podcast description too. If you don't have a thing about teeth before watching this episode or these shows, you will after watching this. Now I'm picturing this tooth monster. Blech. Yeah, that's real interesting. So uh, there we go. We're ending on... Horror note on the Golden Ratio podcast. Uh, Jen has a bag of teeth. Jared Dad also has some teeth. Yeah, it's good to have extra teeth. Yeah, and uh, if you really want to get into it, there's Tooth Boy. But you have a German word of the week. Uh, Hundezahnarzt, or this is German, right? Hundezahnärztliche Behandlung. Whoa. Oh, do that one again. To say it again. Hundezahnärztliche Behandlung. Oh, I'd say. I love it. So, you know, it does stuff for me. <laughs> veterinary dental treatment. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have GR Dad spell that and we'll oh put that goodness. in the podcast too. I can get like to the, the yeah, the end part, <laughs> the Zahnarzt, and then you're going to have to give me the treatment word. Uh, cool. That's a good one. That's very German because that's all one word, that big long word. Um, great. Oh, we have a sponsor. Audible's our sponsor. Thank you to all of you who have signed up for audiobooks through the podcast. It helps support all of our fees. If you want a free audiobook and support us, you can go to audibletrial.com slash the golden ratio. And uh, yeah, it'll help us out. So thanks. Something for your commute. Oh, and a bunch of you have messaged me and asked about the pet insurance. And that actually does a little bit support the podcast too. Like they give us, if we refer you for pet insurance... They're not really a podcast sponsor, but if we refer you, they give you a discount and they give us some dollar bills. So you can send me a message on uh, Twitter is probably the best way to do it. and uh, Or Instagram if you want to link to that and I'll get your email address and send you their referral thing. So 
Cool. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for this very strange episode of the Golden Ratio podcast. Hope all your teeth are feeling real good tonight. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.